Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. Paul the Apostle is like a lion stepping into what was controversial and really dangerous issues to discuss both then in the church in Corinth as well as now in our social dynamic today. So what does this mean? And we're going to be beginning in verse 36. What does this mean that women should not speak in the church? I mean, that just causes women to bristle. Well, it's clear that women can pray and prophesy in the church. We read that in in, in public meetings. It's also clear in the passages we've read that women have spiritual gifts and they're encouraged to exercise them in the body of Christ. Women have much to contribute and they can certainly participate in the worship services. That's not what Paul is saying here. Look, in the Corinthian church, women were not allowed to confront men in public. Apparently some of the women who had become Christians throughout their Christian freedom gave them the right or they thought gave them the right to speak up in public worship and question the men. This was causing division in the church. The women were stepping out of their role in the church, their calling in the church. Picking up in verse 36 of chapter 14 of 1 Corinthians, we read, What? Was it from you that the word of God went out? Or did it come to you alone? If any man thinks himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him recognize the things which I write to you, that they are commanded and the commandment of the Lord. (laughs) Now look, Paul saw it coming. All that he had been saying. He knew even then what he was pinning was going to cause a lot of animosity. But the Corinthian church had seemingly lifted themselves up as somehow the official authority on matters of faith practice. They did so as a church. That was wrong. They did so as individuals, and that certainly was wrong. So he's reminding them, and again, indeed through overt cynicism, that they were part of something bigger than just them. And when we cry out and when we squeal about what we cannot do or are unable to do or not given the freedom to do, whether it's a woman uh, preaching in the church or or people exercising freely without uh, restraint, the gift of tongues, whatever the issue might be, for Paul has ran the gamut here in chapter uh, 14. All we're saying when we do that is that we're not coming with a heart of love and expressing a heart of unity. This was the greater church that was in consideration. Christ had laid down this foundation and Paul was going to take a stand and essentially force the believers in Corinth to also choose a side. Like all of them, we must decide who is speaking for God and who is not and what it means to truly live out the Christian life within the greater church. Verse 38 says, But if anyone be ignorant, let him be ignorant. So as he's wrapping up this chapter, he's saying if there are those who want to refuse this direction, like he said, I'm not going to waste my time trying to further convince you. There were always those who rejected Paul's teaching, just as there will be so today and 
As already mentioned, there are many today who seek to twist or reject these same directives. Nothing's changed. The heart of man is the same. Many will simply do what they want, and they will not heed what is taught by Paul and the other apostles. They're not going to heed what any spirit-filled preacher says today. They will hear what Paul has clearly taught in this letter, and they have no other choice than to just simply say, no. You see, the thinking goes something like this, quote, I'll continue to do as I please. I know better than Paul. I know certainly better than this pastor, end quote. So just as Paul has done, look, I'm going to let those who choose to be ignorant this morning stay that way. Verse 39 says, therefore, brothers, desire earnestly to prophesy and don't forbid speaking with other languages. So there's his bottom line. He's reiterating again. First, seek to prophesy. Seek to clearly, and in our case, in English, teach the scriptures for the edification of the whole body of believers including those who are not yet believers who come into church seeking redemption. But he's not going to let it go through all of this where not to forbid the speaking in tongues. It needs to be done properly. It needs to be done with interpretation. And it needs to be done with order. But we are never to prohibit it. Verse 40 says, Let all things be done decently and in order. And verse 40 wraps it all up and ties beautifully this nice, neat little bow around it all. Because in his final point, Paul is reiterating order. A simple premise, but one wholly ignored in many churches and denominations today. Order, decently, and in order. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information, on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.